What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. The second you sign up, they'll send them out in the post here. And you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Okie dokie, piggy a pokey. Good morning, job seekers. Oh my God. Okay, it's happening. Catch me outside. How about that? Have you never seen me before? Upset me, nasty bitch. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel like podcasting. Two mics, two lids, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Havawad. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. I am eight. You're right. Welcome back to another episode of Have a Word, the podcast with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Oh, that's a weird voice. Um, my brother-in-law's <laughs> just got me Pringles, and I know everything's going on. Things have been tight. You know, shops have been struggling. You've got to do the distancing. There was fucking empty shelves. But he's bought back Pringles, and I don't think that's on this. This is not on. This is a... One, it's a fucking Santa Claus Pringles packet. So I know shit's got real, but don't sell me the fucking Christmas stuff. And look at the fucking kicking that's taken. That is taken. And he was like, that was the best one of all of them. And you know Are what? Are you moaning that you've got a dent in your Pringles can? Is even that what though starting it's dated, on? it might even pass its sell-by date. It's had the <laughs> shit kicked out of it. In my head, I'm like, yeah, fuck, it's still good. It's still Pringles, baby. Well, be, who yeah. has ready salsa Pringles, by the way? I, I like a ready salsa oh, Pringles, but ready salsa Pringles... Hi, hi, fucking hypocrite row. You have literally been on the podcast and said I quite like ready salted, some of my favourite crisps. Well, I, I agree. Some of my favourite crisps no, are original. I like ready salted crisps, like in a packet. Oh, okay. But ready salsa Pringles, if you're going to have Pringles, it's sour cream and chive or onion or whatever it is. It's a bit busy for me. Ones. bit busy for me, that. <laughs> little bit fucking busy for me and welcome to our new section crisp review ladies and gentlemen this is where we review your favorite crisps daniel thai sweet chicken mccoys what you're saying mate oh oh maybe if i'm feel if i'm on holiday if i've got some time off top tier crisp, it's not a working crisp that is it that's a treat crisp that's when you're feeling lavish you're not bashing <laughs> that on the meal deal if you're living like that fucking i don't know how you're living 
I go, I, I go staples from WH Smith. It just says everything about you. You, 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 you stop at a service station and you get a little four pound WH Smith meal deal. Oh, Tice with chicken McCoys. Things I don't miss about comedy: driving back on the M62 to some shitty service station and being like, oh, "I'm just gonna get whatever," and just eating shit for the last hour home, going, "I should have been eating." And you're like fucking midget gems, a pepperami, <laughs> and a fucking can of Dr Pepper, and you're like, "Get on!" You get home, and you're like, "Oh, I don't feel so good." You're like, "Your body must be going." What the fuck are you doing, Bellend? Because does your body know you're driving? Like. Your body just thinks you're sitting down. So your body must think, has this cunt just got up, walked a little bit, and then bought a pepper army fucking <laughs> midget gents? What is he trying to do? Give yourself a bit of like, mm, just pre-bed diabetes? Woo! <laughs> really fucking sugar up the dreams. How's, yeah. uh, how's your day been? Yeah, I've just been, you know fucking plodding around the garden spoke to one of our uh, comedy friends Kev Bland who's a former comedian promoter friend of mine and we've become really good buddies we're thinking about even starting a gig one day we've been talking about it and uh, I do a regular gig if you're in the Shrewsbury or Shropshire area or even if you're just visiting Shrewsbury on a weekend and you're still Theater around on seven. a Sunday night Theatre 7 on a Sunday night is such a gem of a gig and it's run by one of the soundest guys in comedy Kev Bland who is more interesting than his name would suggest and we just <laughs> I've been meaning to ring him but he's one of them people I don't worry about like I wouldn't worry about you in this I know we're mates but obviously we don't ring each other because we speak to each other for about nine hours a week it's pretty intense <laughs> but there are some people who I instantly is this hit your family I think everyone's been ringing the family a bit more and then you sort of go through you've got like an itemised list of people you like really want to connect with them really and it and Kev is someone I wanted to connect with, but I know he's fine because he's got his life together. He's got his family. He's a dad. He's sorted. He's, he's like 50-odd, and he's just switched. But it was great chatting to him. Really, really enjoyed it. And it's good to speak to someone who isn't a comic because a lot of comics are like, when we're going to gig again? Like fucking smackheads who, who've who lost the dealer's number. Like, do you know if we can get any gigs? Do you know anyone who has got any gigs? Can I have just a little bit of a gig? And he's a promoter and he's got his own business and it was actually really good to talk to him. And his story, if you if you won't have heard of him, if you've never worked in stand-up, he did stand-up for about six or seven years and then went, do you know what? I'm not progressing. I'm just going to get out of the way of all the people coming up. So he just quit. Even though he enjoyed comedy, he was like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I don't think I'm going to progress. And he was professional. He was making money, but he was just like, yeah, I don't I think I'm going to be as good as I want to so be. Much so retired. <laughs> I've got so much respect for comedians who are fucking not good enough who just fuck off. There's so many who need to do that. Who <laughs> just need to go. <laughs> it's time, man. It's time. Well, I was talking about this a while back with um, another comic. We were at the, the Manchester store. I think it was Jimmy McGee. And we came up with a rule where you should get eight years, right? And after eight years, you go to a governing body of other comedians. Oh, and there's like one my God. That would be so fucking intense. Like who's on the Who's them. on the governing body? Mick Ferry, Sean Locke, Sarah Milliken. <laughs> You'd yeah. be like, fucking hell, that'd be brutal. And they have to, so there's seven of them and you need a majority vote to be allowed to carry on doing comedy. Oh, oh. Fuck me. That is a intense evil 
brilliant idea. Yeah. And the comedians, you know, it's not like whether they think you're funny. It's whether they think you're making a viable effort of being a comedian. Are you adding to the circuit? Do you are you getting regular paid work in the right places? Do you run a gig? Do have you give back to the industry? It all gets caught taken are into consideration. Are you a positive? Are you a po- of all and what are the factors like originality, funny, reliability? Are you are you a cunt? Are you sound? Are you actually cracking on and you're going to be something? But not every comic is. <coughs> says Dan Nightingale. I <laughs> you sometimes you hit a level, but you you watch some comics and you're like, you're cynical fucker. You've just decided what works, and you don't care about any of these words. They're all they're tired. You know it's bullshit. You're just fucking cashing in. You've hit a glass ceiling. That's the fucker who's not getting the majority four to three. No, but you know what? I reckon they. Like if I was on the council, although I think they're bad comedians and they're like they're a bit shit in that. I think if they're still smashing gigs and getting plenty of paid work, they should be allowed to carry on as a comic. So what is but it? Is it all of that and then not smashing as well? Yeah, it's it's people who are just you just don't belong. You just need to go. This isn't happening, is it? Let's just go and. <sighs> Do you know what? Let's go and buy a canal boat. I look. I love this game. I really love this game. But you know what gives me like this weird, unknowing anxiety deep inside that somewhere in the world there's two comics going, oh, and I tell you else can fuck off. Dan Nightingale. Oh, I'm fucking bored of it. Oh, I can do a black American voice. Oh, I've got a bit about cocaine. I'll be like, I'll be like, but that's exactly what I'm saying. It's not about whether they think you're an artistically good comic. It's about, do you murder it? Are you good enough? Or are you, you improving? Are you are you proving your worth? Are you getting shit done? Are you hard to follow? Are you that? And then every year when comedy gets more and more densely populated, it should always be there is slightly more comedians than there are gigs. And every year at, at the Chortle Awards, like at the like at the uh, BBC Sports Personality of the Year, they do the list of sportsmen that they've lost. We could just list the comedians <laughs> that were like, this year we lost. I'm not. No, I knew. I knew. I saw the fucking look in your eyes through the Zoom. Like, go on, Dan. I like it where this game's going. Let's burn some fucking bridges. Uh, Rob Thomas, who is now driving taxis again, for Freddie Quinn, who is teaching people. Hey, if you mention to Rob Thomas, our friend who is a comedian and drives taxis, that you should fuck off the taxis and just go professional, even before all this COVID nineteen shit hit. He used to get so angry. It was one of those ones where you're like, I shouldn't press this button, but I know in conversation it's fun to press it. I was like, mate, even though he's told me this is what all the dickheads say and it pisses me off, I just started saying it to him in conversation like I'd forgotten what he'd said. I was like, you should give up the taxes and go full time. No, why the fuck would I get... Mate, it's a good fucking... Oh, fuck off. Brilliant. (laughs) And I've spoken to him since the corona's hit and he's like, yeah, no one's fucking telling me that now, are they? While I'm driving fucking key workers' kids to fucking school. You're like, all right, Rob. You're right, you're right. You know what I seen yesterday? Cab pod, has he done it? Go on, sorry, go on. This is mental, okay? You know, because like, no one's going anywhere. Obviously, there's still a few taxi drivers doing the odd job and whatever, but the taxi industry's obviously being hit because no one needs to fucking go anywhere, certainly not in a rush. Yeah. The ta- I went to the chippy the other day, right? 
and a fella turned up in a black taxi and went in the shop and collected like four receipts worth of stuff. And I was like, fucking hell, he's hungry. He's fucking delivering for them. He's delivering. There's a who's got a black for the chippy. He's working for justice. <laughs> it totally that, makes that, sense. That, that, though, doesn't it? That, though, isn't it? There's loads of takeaways. They, they can't cope with the amount of deliveries. There's not enough drivers. I'm now a delivery driver. Uh, it is literally just supply and demand, and it it makes total yeah. sense. I mean, have you ever done that? This never happened in a place where there was loads of people ordering. But if there was a lot of competition, I've I've lived in places where there was a ton of competition, and I and I've had mates that doesn't. I don't know if I ever done this myself. Who used to pissed go to a taxi rank and be like, I'm gonna like sorry a takeaway and be like, can I order some food? for delivery to my house and they'd be like yeah yeah it's so and so for the delivery and they'd be like right okay where do you live and I'd be like they'd give them their address and then be like well I'm here so can I drive with the food as well <laughs> and that's yeah, yeah. How, that's how you know if a takeaway is not doing that great if they're like yeah yeah jump in your fucking bell end <laughs> if, a, if a restaurant or takeaway is doing well they're like no mate we're not insured to drive you and your fucking supper you lazy shit but if it, they'd be like yeah okay reluctantly you'd have to Delivering sit next to you the taxi's six quid <laughs> Can I have what's the minimum order? Fuck off. You, you sat with your onion barges on your on your and lap. Sausage for delivery. Uh I think you know we've all like, fucking heard of that. Let's say right, let's say like the we fuck up somehow and the podcast stops making money. So we we're not making anything from this podcast at all. Yeah, so it's Romeo and, Huh? Yeah. And for whatever reason, entertainment goes out the window right so people are too scared after the lockdown to go into fucking basements and watch comedy because they don't want to catch the virus yeah. still worried about it yeah so you've got to get another job yeah yeah what are you going to go for porn <laughs> straight to porn straight to porn <laughs> I gay porn I've, or I've been oh whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. I I've been watching, I think you're I've more valuable as like someone getting bummed than doing any of the sex I don't I'd like to do some of that pegging porn when you know when a woman like a really hot woman and you're like where's this going and then some weird guy's getting bummed by her and you're like wow I need to stop going so deep into these fucking porn hub searches I yeah. I think there's a niche I, I've been watching a lot of porn you know for a while and uh, there's a real niche in the market for five foot eight ball guys who <laughs> are out of shape and have a skin condition they just I've watched so much and there's a gap in the market there's no yeah. male porn stars with five five and a quarter inch dicks who have breathing difficulties after about five, five or six five and a quarter <laughs> and for a little counts yeah actually a little digging the rule a bit in <laughs> it's true no one the thing is like I I'm all for like a bit of a more natural porn like an amateur porn but I can't these the two things I can't do one, an untidy bedroom. Because I'm like, oh, I can't watch porn when I'm thinking, you scratty cunt. Hoover your fucking vacuum. Like, vacuum your floor. But also, I just can't see a guy that's, like, in a horrific condition. You know, and you can tell the girl, like, oh, this is great. But you can see it in her eyes. She's like, oh, this big fat fucking mess. Ah, can't do it. Can you watch porn with a black dick? Can I watch any other porn? That's the question. I am so, I am so pro black dick. Say, I missed the black dick. One said to me, um, my granddad once said to me he couldn't watch porn with a black dick in because his dick doesn't look like that. And I was like, Granddad, we've been swimming 
and I've seen your dick in the changes and it doesn't look like the white ones in porn either lad <laughs> no one you are gonna you are gonna break the internet trying to find your exact dick like how weirdly <laughs> narcissistic is that good I only watch porn with my exact dick in it like don't I want to see the opposite my little five inch pink thing fuck that that's not interesting is it with a girl like with a girl like yeah of course I can do this it's a fucking doddle this is like a this isn't even like a starter this is like popper doms and you your know. dick's flaccid it looks like a balloon that hasn't been blown up yet yeah. <laughs> your dick's got the rona I, oh. I love it I love a big old wahonga a kachonga yeah. oh why not why not I want to live I want to be excited that sounded so gay I know what that sounded like but yeah no I'd, what job would I do in all seriousness I, don't, I know we're here for comedy but that's enough of the bants what job would I do I'd like to not drive on a motorway for work so that would be part of it I would be I think I could see myself as being a bit of a gardener I think I'd regret that as soon as October hit but right now yeah gardening's quite fun I enjoy it like being outdoors you was like a dance instructor okay I see you you look like a white my... Mr. Motivator serious that was my serious answer I was I was offering my service because to be honest the way you fucking talk we're never going back to comedy like it's going to be at least five years get in for the fucking long haul get your pink dick on Pornhub or get in the garden um, a dance instructor well I'd suggest I can't because I did some baby yoga with my daughter and it was the film Trolls and I lasted to about minute five and a half she got bored and so we were just watching some fucking hippie do, do troll based yoga bit of a fail not easy you do do yoga I could see you eventually if you if you get more successful and wealthy I could see you being the bell end who's like working class lad done good gone a bit sting and then you start doing yoga Um, I probably could do with doing some yoga because I'm like the least flexible person in the world right like if I drop something on the floor <laughs> if I don't really need it it's gone forever you just buy a new thing I do yeah I swear to God. I'm getting you one of those reaches, you know, like for old people when they're like... Little, I've got one. What? I've got one for the house. A little grabber thing. Yeah? Yeah. Got one of them for the house. <laughs> so I'm not flexible enough. You're 28 years old. Yeah, I'm fucked, lad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see you do like If my body went in for an MOT, it'd be written off. <laughs> well, I've got some bad news. <laughs> got some bad news can't even let you drive this home mate it's my body I know I have to keep it in <laughs> what uh, can we I'd love to see you do some yoga can we do a, I, I'd love you to, I just want you to record yourself doing a little bit of yoga well, it's not yoga though is it because I can't do it All so right, just what? drop something and try and pick it up <laughs> oh not right now <laughs> Like, uh, I get out of breath tying my shoelaces because I can't bend properly. I've all been there. Yeah. All been there. Like, I can only do one shoe at a time. I can't do that second shoe on one go down. I have to go down, tie my shoe, come back up for air, wait, <laughs> wait a minute, and then get back on it. When sliders came back into fashion, that was a great day for you, wasn't it? Oh, uh, you know, I've driven to your house in sliders. Oh, That's an hour long journey, a three hour round trip. Shout and out to Deodora. 
10 quid on eBay and I went nine. Yeah, you're such a wool. Because I, no, Theodora fucking retro Serie A. I feel like an old Serie A player just fucking waddling around my villa. Mid 90s. Football Italia, the Gabinato, the Gaccio, Italiano. Well, the only people who wear them now are in St. Helens and they're digging for smack. So, <laughs> just need a gig, but I just need a gig. I empathize with those motherfuckers. <laughs> what? Uh, who makes your sliders, lad? Who makes your fucking slideys? I'm on Adidas, mate. Three stripe Adidas. Yeah, man. I've just got Laura some sliders for her birthday. It's her birthday on Friday. Ah, oh, is it? Yeah, fucking shut down lockdown birthday, innit? Weird. What are you going to do for it? I've got some balloons and some sliders, so let's hope she doesn't expect more than that. Okay. And she's not really been boozing because of her. She gets anxiety, so I'm going to try to get her drunk anyway. <laughs> I feel like everyone gets a bit of anxiety. It's part of drinking. Are you trying to get her drunk just so she, she'll she want to fuck you on her birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I want her to you fuck me. You are as well. That thought's crossed your mind, hasn't it? I want to be pegged. I want to, We're in shutdown. We can't do things. I want to live through it. Peg me. Have you ever been pegged? Um, no, no. That was too long an answer on it. No, I'm. What? What about me would suggest that I would not give this information? We're like 32 <laughs> episodes in. It's not like I'm like Adam. That's the line I will not talk about. <laughs> Genuinely, I've got to. I'm not even saying I wouldn't enjoy it, but I'd have to start with something smaller, like a sharpie. I'd have to just try a sharpie first before we went full peg. You ever had a finger? I've had someone attempt to finger, and I I put an official stop to it. I wrote a letter from the government. I just get she <laughs> uh, she got a letter from the council. Please see, I got she got a cease and desist basically because she had fucking <laughs> nails. I want some clipping before we're going rummaging. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh. Did you did you clean your bum hole before she did it? I didn't know. I didn't know it was happening. There was no... She wasn't a gentleman about it. Madam, would you mind if I went fucking index rummaging? It was all just like in the moment. And all of a sudden I was like, God damn it. No, I didn't like oh. it. Oh, I'm just so worried that like she'd come out and she'd be like, oh God, you pooed on my finger. I'd be like, yeah. Do you know why, you you know why that's yet? happened? It's all prepping it. hadn't cleaned you yeah, you have to prep if you're going to get a finger up your bum. I've had a finger up my bum. That's as far as I'll ever go, but I've had a finger up my bum. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm? Ah, okay. So. And a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 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 no. But I mean, it has to be It has to be agreed beforehand. I'm not trying to take the magic out of it, but... And no, I'm not, I'm not trying just... to suggest I've been me too, because that would be way... That would be beyond the pale. But I'm just saying... I hadn't consented and that's it feels very like you're being very tit for tat by going I know women have suffered a lot and it's great that uh, men douchey men are being held accountable but I I've been in situations where I was like wow I feel really uncomfortable with that and like after the fact I've gone there was no consent there like what else am I a victim what else apart what? from the finger in the bum what, what other situations have made you feel like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, it's just that one in about 20-odd years of sexual history. There's been one moment when I've been like, well, what? Yeah, and you told us, did she stop straight away? It's hard to stop, is it? Because you're in the moment and you're like, oh, just go with it. i tell you what else I felt uncomfortable about. When I was 19, this girl asked me to spit on her. And I was like, oh. Oh, no, I like that. She was like, she was from, where was it? I lived in Newcastle, so I must have been, just before I did stand-up, I must have been about 20, 19, 20 years old. And she was a mate of a mate. And she'd come up from Brighton or something. She was like, I want you to spit on me. 
all Darcy down and I talked a good game and you're like yeah. oh fuck it's almost like one of those YouTube videos where you're like watch this Big Mouth get taken down by a mixed martial artist I'd been the Big Mouth going yeah I'm fucking well dirty me and then she was like wicked I've been training for this I've got ground and pound what do you want to do can I spit <laughs> on you and, and then I was like what she was like spit she on me she spit on you no she went spit on me and I was like because I didn't want to go no because that's the thing when someone goes like for your bum hole or someone goes spit on me you don't want to because you're, you're a horny lad you want to be like yeah but in my head I was like don't like it so I was like alright <laughs> and then she was like no really spit on me I was like Pff. she went no oh, really I was like well, how much do you want love I mean I've got allergies this could get horrible oh 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 Adam oh no Oh, I think that's what she might have wanted. And then she went, "Can I spit on you?" I was like, "Absolutely not, love." <laughs> no, sir. Get out of my home. <laughs> Leave my humble abode. There will be no spitting on Daniel of Nightingale in the West Wing of this student accommodation. And basically, like your ex-girlfriend. Like, and can I say something as you leave, madam? <laughs> when you asked me to spit on you, you did not make me feel like a princess. <laughs> and then I, I you know but it's still in my head so she did something me last night made me feel like a hussy <laughs> what has happened in her life that she's like yeah that's what I'm into and that's what I like on a one night stand just met this guy but uh, I mean that is you are basically saying you are not we're not going to see each other again I should have if I'd really thought about it I'd be like wow that's offensive you're like this guy's not going to be my future husband spit on me yeah yeah because you can't like <laughs> There's no You can't have children with someone and have the roughest sex. Like the roughness of your sex life has to come. The peak of that has to come before you meet your wife. It can't be with that person. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't look the mother of your child in your eye and be like, you know. I've shat on you or I've, you know. Oh, mate, there's a lot of people listening who are like, yes, you fucking can, Adam. <laughs> but I'm telling you this, on the first time you've ever bonked, if you whip out, spit on me, it's in your head, you're like, this isn't going... Because where'd you go from there? Just like, what, the wedding night, like, shit on my arm. It's There's no there's no other gears. You, you've started in fifth gear. Spit, piss, shit, donkey punch. And nope. now I'll wait from our sponsors. How long have we done? 25 minutes of filth. Now then, everyone, let's have a quick word about Vauxhall Comedy Club in that there London town. Now, obviously, there is a fucking pandemic going on. No one's going comedy for a while. But as soon as they are, if you live anywhere near London, if you're down visiting London and you fancy some stand-up, some of the best comics in the world will be playing Vauxhall Comedy Club, which is, surprise the fucking prize, in Vauxhall. So basically, they've helped the podcast out massively by sponsoring it in our time of need. And when we're out of the fucking bunker, when we do our first live, Live tour of this podcast the have a word show for london will be at the Vauxhall comedy club if you're down there and you fancy seeing some stand-up after the apocalypse give Vauxhall comedy club a try in the meantime give them a follow on instagram at Vauxhall comedy club on twitter at Vauxhall comedy and on facebook they're just Vauxhall comedy club join the mailing list so they can tell you when they're reopening and what they're doing it's VauxhallComedyClub.com. adam's already played this room i'm really looking forward to playing it they do a bottomless booze ticket 
ticket on a Friday and Saturday night you get 90 minutes of stand-up excellent TV comedians up-and-coming talent and also bottomless beer and wine there's a spirit and mixer ticket for 35 quid there's just entry for 10 be a good egg give them a little follow and we'll see you there after all this shit has blown over Vauxhall Comedy Club the tits you are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. It's Have a Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Fucking dirty one today, Adam. I like it. Ooh. So, um, just before you do your bit, because this is your curation, this section, isn't it? I've got a would you rather for you that's been sent in by Carl, my best mate. Oh, And I, I wanted to run it by you. I missed that right. fucker. Yeah? You up for this? Yeah, of course, mate. Of course. Okay, so would you rather have to call a family member every time you jizz just to tell them that you've just jizzed, but you can never tell them why you're calling them and telling them? Oh, my days, Carl, you evil genius, right? That's one. Or every time you jizz, you have to scream the chorus to How You Remind Me by Nickelback, but you can never tell the person you're with why are you doing it and I and this is a proper scream so if you're masturbating on your own your neighbours would hear it while you're wanking alone so either you just you have to call a family member and go I've just come phone down or you finish and as you finish no hang on hang never on never made it as a wise man couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing this is how you remind me of what I really oh, am so annoying. this is how that is like a donkey punch to my brain. Has did you did hang on the first one was you you have to ring a family member but you can never tell them why you're ringing them. So you and just you ring them and tell them you've just jizzed. I could I it has to be two because I could you I mean oh, you, just you, let me clarify because if you're not sure then there might be other people. You've got to ring a family member the same one every time and if they die then you move on to someone else. The same one every time. You ring them and you tell them that you've just jizzed, but you can never tell them why you're telling them that you've just jizzed. Right. Oh. You know, the thing with one is, initially it's the worst one because the first couple of times, I mean, do you have to pick a family member to basically lose? Because I'm telling you right now, my sister is my closest family member, but if it's my sister she's going to put up with that for about the first half of the first sentence of the first time I try it. <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, crack one out, just about to go to bed. Oh, shit, I'll ring Katie. Katie, I've just jizzed. She'd literally be like, if you ever fucking ring me again like this, it's absolutely fucking disgusting. <laughs> How, having said that, though, the family member would, after two or three times, just block you. So do I have to then move on to another family member? Yeah, oh, you've got to change number. And- I'm going to, as much as it's the worst, it's so, the ba- it's a terrible option. <laughs> Never made it as a bad man. Never made it as a poor man. Pioneer. I mean, Laura already doesn't already want to bunk me loads, but that will really start putting her off. And she well, wants also, another baby, so that will that? weigh in the balance. Like, this is how... Also, Laura would be like, what the fuck did you just do that for? And you wouldn't be allowed to tell her. <laughs> yeah, but there's loads of shit like that that I do to her. She's called herself the big piece of chicken what? on Instagram just because I started going, look at that mum with the big piece of chicken and like touching her leg. She was like, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, yeah, but daddy like the big piece of chicken. She rolls with it. That's how you stay married to a bell end, isn't it? 
Yeah, but she understands why that's happening. Because you've been able to go, you know, the Chris Rock bit about oh, yeah. daddy getting the big piece of chicken. You'd just literally be halfway through finishing and this is how you remind me of what I was really doing, Daniel. Well. What are you singing Nickelback for? Never made it as a wise man. <laughs> it as a poor man's feeling. Daniel, it's really putting me off. I'm not done yet. This is how. <laughs> Let, you me finish. Remind- Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, oh! It has to be two, but you can never just crack one out on the sneaks. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, in the spare room, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, it's got away with this." And then all of a sudden, never made it. She's like, "You dirty bastard!" Yeah, you could never have a little wank in the cupboard again. I honestly think, even if you took away the last bit of the first one, so every time you just you just have to call a family member. And you do, you don't get to you don't even have to tell them that you jizzed. You don't even have to you just have to start a conversation with any family member. I think even the then on your belly. even in yeah, exactly. You don't want to be able to clean up your Are you granddad, you're right? I'm alright They've <laughs> turned the football off. I fucking know. You've been going on about it for a month. How you been doing? Oh, I'm alright. How's that? And then you'd feel bad when you're talking about your daughter with oh god. So even with that, I think too. I honestly think too. With a potential future daughter, just still dying on the beach. Nasty bitch. Like it's fucking D Day. D Day in my belly hair. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ja, upset me, nasty bitch. This is for all. This is for all the fallen soldiers. Sperm number 89453, 89454, 89454. <laughs> into a sock. Into Do you the, have a sock? In, into the bedding. Do you have a sock? <laughs> into tissue. <laughs> Do you have I've, a sock? In I've, I've ruined socks. I've ruined t-shirts. I've ruined hoodies. <laughs> no, if you come on your hoodie, you can just put it in the wash. I've come on most of my hoodies. I've re I have got some pretty potent fucking sperm though, honestly. In what way? I don't know, it's just strong. You know, it's a pers- it's a very persistent stain. I think you might just not be buying the best non bio Oh, potato. don't jizz on a <laughs> don't jizz on a Primark hoodie. That's a fact. <laughs> It'll burn through it like acid. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You just ask yourself. What you were talking about? Oh <laughs> I swear we're at with this lockdown and doing this podcast every day. You just heard you because you've got headphones on. You heard yourself speak, and it was such bullshit. You assumed that I'd said it. <laughs> I lost myself. Do you know really funny. Before I spoke to my mate Claire, and she was like, "Oh, I just rang because I was just laughing at your podcast. It's the second one I've tried to listen to. The first one was just uh, just too much about wanking, so I turned it off. You know, because she's a forty-two-year-old woman, and she doesn't want to hear a bit me and you cracking one out. And today we followed that bit of feedback up from a close friend by talking about shagging a wanking quite a lot. Um, <sighs> what have you got for me? We have some uh, just a quick, quick one. Uh, from Paddy who's uh, messaging alright lids I think I've been listening to the pod too much because I'm now walking around saying things in Scouse at inanimate objects fucking love it uh, last night it took a weird you do that, turn don't you? 
You yeah. do, you talk Scouse to stuff when you've been around me for a bit. My vernacular has gone 40% more Scouse recently, <laughs> even to the point where, because I just do voices around the house anyway, and I've been doing it so much around my brother-in-law that I started doing Welsh, like, oh, I'm having a lovely day, and he started doing Scouse back at me, and I was like, do you know that I'm not doing Scouse? And he was like, I, I can't do Scouse, I can't do Welsh. Um, <laughs> I've I've made my brother-in-law from Sheffield more scouse via you. <laughs> Last night it took a weird turn when I full-on dreamed that Dan was my driving instructor. He was like a weird person that is too enthusiastic about everything with fake positivity. Oh yeah. Off the back of this, I thought I'd send in a would you rather for each of you. Adam, would you rather your car stereo be stuck forever playing Abba Gold or now 47 at full blast? So Abba Gold, or basically, I remember now 47, came out in about 1999, generic fucking pop from the late 90s. Just Googling now 47 track list. Sophie Ellis-Bexter, I'm sure. I'm Rock sure. DJ by Robbie Williams, oh. Life is a Roller Coaster by Ronan Keaton, In Demand by Texas, It's My Life, Bon Jovi, Beautiful Day, YouTube, Babylon, David Gray, Pure Shores, All Saints, Holler by the Spice Girls. I mean, I, I'd listen to this. Can't fight the moonlight by Liam Rhymes. Oh, you're joking. I want to put... I'm going to put this on as This is pop world. Up. This is pop world. Yeah. Mate, Paddy, you've not been listening enough. This is the shit that he likes. <laughs> if Nickelback is on that fucking CD, I am hands. done. This is so how... come on, jump. Bum, out of your mind, Victoria Beckham with True Steppers and Dane Bowers. What a track! Oh, is Sophie Ellis Bexter on there in any form? Um, I'm forty. So who let the dogs out? <laughs> who, 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 who let the reds out? Who, who, Lee? Um, no, Sophie Ellis Bexter is not on. Eggs. That was the easiest would you rather seven ever. days by Craig David <gasps> add a little coffee on Monday gave us some biscuits on Tuesday we had Chinese on Wednesday and Thursday Friday and Saturday we played FIFA you know that one we pegged on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> had a little wank on Monday this is how you remind me this episode this episode is going to be the, one of the weirdest ones for any of my family to have overheard. <laughs> There's so I've said the word wank and sing more than most episodes. <laughs> Granddad woke. This is an interesting one from Paddy. Granddad, it's a long one, so I'm going to try and really hard to focus on it and not wander off. Granddad woke. Is that how my granddad woke? What's that about? Is your old wokey McWoke face on the podcast? Aren't you? How? Because you're always talking about, like, women's issues and feminism and stuff. Oh, yeah, you've literally summed up my, my input to this podcast. That's how I remember it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not even one mention that I call seagulls pedos. <laughs> Did you see someone emailed in and went, what, what's, what's your problem with uh, pigeons? You're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I did see that actually. I bet, there's part of you wants to be like, get out more. And then you're like, that's not a fair thing to say at the moment. <laughs> um, Grandad woke. That's me. Would you rather there be complete world peace, 
but making jokes about race, gender, sexuality, etc. be illegal. Or everything... So he's basically going, because we know you're so woke, you'd love world peace. I I would love world peace, but I wouldn't want it to murder my fucking industry. Or... Everything is as it is now. <laughs> just, can we just park there? No, but you second? wouldn't be able to do comedy if there was world world peace and you couldn't do any of those things. World peace. World peace. But you couldn't race, gender, sexual this podcast fucked if there's world peace in this scenario. <laughs> oh, so Adam, uh, these Pringles really are misshapen. <laughs> I'm going to try one and see if it tastes misshapen. Yum, yum. It tastes the same. Thanks for listening, everyone. Go to Vauxhall Comedy Club where they've got jokes about fucking nothing. Or everything is as it is now and you are propelled into the spotlight on the back of making these types of jokes, race, gender, sexuality. But every gig, there are rallies of people protesting against you and your humour. See, now... Every comedian has just read, heard that or reads that and goes, oh, yes, I'm basically Frankie Boyle. But, and this is where he ruined it, uh, you can't get through your set without a heckler disrupting your performance and you can never, ever have a decent comeback. You see, I know you men have just picked world peace, but it would kill the podcast. So I'm tempted to be like, yeah, or I'm the only one doing these kind of jokes, fucking around, doing, oh, Fox Camastral. Order. And then it's making me a superstar. But he ruins it by going, you can't get through a set without Heckler disrupting, because then you'd be like... Yeah, he's tried to make it too convoluted, Danny. Yeah, it, right I'm at the end. East, though, because since I've been eating salad, I think um, that's all that matters to me now, is everyone just feeling okay all the time. And I think... Adam's um, career. It's just... It's Adam's more important now that we, we all get on as a, as a race... Of people as a, as a species, we need to let go of race and color and um, location and and religious beliefs. We're all in this together as one, you know, one love for the mama's time. Never been a blind man. Never been a poor man. Oh, if you turn into that cunt, oh my god! I mean, I'll still do the podcast <laughs> with you, but it won't be as fun. <sighs> um. Yeah, you made it too difficult at the end there. No comedian is ever good. I was literally ready to give up world peace for the prospect of being famous and ripping it, and I don't give a shit about the protest because that is the bet the best PR you can ever get for an Edinburgh show, isn't it? It's pro yeah. is protest outside. Yeah, getting cancelled is the best fucking thing in the world, isn't it? What are you looking at? I can tell you're looking at something. The Gmail. <laughs> you'd wandered off and started googling shit and you're saying that and you're having a go at me for fucking not prepping the ADHD thing properly and I can tell because where your eyes are looking you're fucking slightly off to the left and I was like is this con just having a google about where the word orange comes from in medieval <laughs> linguistic history <laughs> thanks Paddy that was a uh, that was really good Paddy from Bristol good shout well done mate like it weirdly convoluted Got another would you rather for you. All right, fucking hell, Adam. Yeah. This is from uh, Carly Farley, who's a long-time listener. She's been to... She came to see two of my tour shows with her boyfriend. <laughs> um, would you rather have your post-lockdown haircut for the rest of your life 
So you've got to keep, you know, the little bit where you shave from the back. You can't shave it at all. Basically, you can never get a haircut again from now. I can't. Right? I can't ever clip. No. Jesus. Or keep your current phone forever, but with a completely smashed screen so you can barely see anything on it. I would honestly, I'd wear your pubes as a wig before I fucking had to keep this fucking phone. <laughs> oh, fuck that noise. I ate, a, I ate, oh God, Adam's going. Oh, that's Adam going. 24 to 35 and he's just... You went down the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing? I don't know. This feels like a weird one. I'm having a good time, but I feel it's unusual. <laughs> I feel like the kid that got touched on cup camp and then still enjoyed himself. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know something's been weird about today, but I've still had a good time. Daddy, the teacher touched my penis. You were abused. No, I liked it. <laughs> had a good time. It's fucking with a balloon. Uh, so you, you, you don't want to keep I hate. Up. I fucking hate a cracked screen. I think it just look. It's just a mobile way of saying I'm a fucking moron and I've not got my life together. A, I drop things. B, I'm such a twat, I can't fix them. If you've got a fucked up crack, and I'm not talking about, oh, I just dropped it last week and there's a crack. I'm talking about those people that look, it looks like their car was in a, their phone was in a car crash. You're like, what has happened to your phone? Like, oh, I've dropped it 19 times and not fixed it. Piss me off. I'm going to David Dickinson you then. Okay. okay. So at the minute okay. you want to keep your you want to keep your shit haircut. But what if I say you can't wear hats anymore? Ah, uh, you're you the nest. Fucking your hair around the sides. You've got to have a completely out at all times. Everyone can always see it. What about now? You're keeping your phone, or you're shaving your head? Well, I've been wearing the hat on stage for a couple of years. I mean, I I don't always wear a hat. It's just sometimes it's nice to get the old hat on. Gigging-wise, because you get called Harry Hill, fucking Moby, Pedo. Um, I still fucking hate a Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Don't do this, because this is white on white racism. Howard Stern. Doesn't make sense. Does? Howard Stern with the massive hair. No. Howard Stern from, like, uh, America's Got Talent, Judge. It's Howie Stern, isn't it? Isn't it? No. Howie Long. Oh. Well, him then. <laughs> <laughs> could be the worst one. I think could be the worst stroke best one. John Hartson. What? You look like John Hartson. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> John Hartson. Fuck. That is, why is that the most offensive thing you've ever said to me? <laughs> You look like a fucking big, fat, ginger ex-Welsh player with a big dent in his head from where he had a brain tumour. Mate, that's fucking brutal. John Hartson looks like Ginger Shrek. And his sound, I don't mind him. Listen, if you're listening, John, you look like you've been built in a lab. You fucking ginger lump. <laughs> I've got it. You look like Dexter from Dexter's Lab if he grew up and went bald. That, that, you actually do look like that a bit. <laughs> because you lost me there with the references. I'm still reeling on John Hartson. I've been called a pedo on stage for looking like this, and I'm still less offended when it, than John Hartson. Um, He's got fat cheeks. Fat fucking... Go on. 
Should we do a, should we do What's the one from MasterChef? Are you, are you Googling bald guys? I can see where your eyes are going. Googled famous bald man. Don't use your ADD to hurt me. <laughs> Fuck it now. Oh, God. Let's have a look. No, I'm not calling you The Rock. <sighs> Um, you, listen, slamming me shouldn't take this much thinking time. You, it should. You, if you're going to slam, I accept a slam, but the scrolling is excessive. John Malkovich. <laughs> I'm having one of these fucking Pringles. Let's have a look at them. <laughs> oh, they're in good condition. Wow. Oh, they're fine. Oh, they're fine. Are they? Yeah, they're all right. I'm so happy for you, mate. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> Still enjoying myself. Van Troyer, mini me. Fuck off. <laughs> Ch where's my fucking. Ch Do this with your finger. Like, <laughs> I'm done now. Good. I'm going to finish this crisp. We're going to have a word from our sponsor. <laughs> These are great. I'd like to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car body work and customisation services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. We are a well-trusted family-run business doing work for major companies such as Arnold Clark and Direct Line. We are passionate about our work. We thrive on perfection. This is a quote from a happy customer. Trans Alloy Wheels, and I'm deadly serious when I say it, it's the best finish I've ever seen on a set of wheels. Their attention to detail is commendable. We add value to your car at low cost with specialist trained technicians and the latest tech and experience using the same factory manufacturing techniques as the biggest car companies. We can repair the wheels as new finish. If you can't afford a new car because of the owner, come and have your wheels colour changed or refurbed. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything we do. And what we offer is powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal, well crack repairs and buckles, car body repairs, pickup delivery service and insurance work. We've got a 4.7 on the old Google review, we've got five-star Facebook reviews. Find us on Facebook, Insta, or online. That is Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Ah, thank you. Okay, boys, let's do another feature already. Fucking John Hartson. <laughs> Why did that hurt my feelings so much? <laughs> oh, time to have a word with Abenham Dan. <laughs> I can't even speak. I can't speak. Time for have a word with Adam and Dan. You can send us all the problems that you have It's gone weird, um, isn't it? <laughs> it's gone really weird to me. It's honest. gone really weird. I'm having a good time. Oh. So, have a word. First one is also from Carly Farley, who gave us the last day. Uh, would you rather? Good effort, um, Carly. Content. Can you Thank have a you. word with people in the shops at the moment that just fucking walk into you? Also, why is it people that are always like 103 years of age? Are they trying to die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bellends who don't get the distance thing. It's fucking annoying. Although some of the pictures of people walking in in full hazmat suits to go to like you know the fucking Sainsbury's <laughs> local, you're like mm, probably calm down. But it is annoying when some bellend doesn't get the the distance thing. We had I've been loving some people's homemade masks. Oh, amazing. 
fucking tennis racket with a fucking sellotape to someone's head. A three litre bottle, f- bottle of empty bottle of fucking pop <laughs> as a screen thing. All oh. pints of milk. <laughs> oh, fucking idiots. Yesterday oh. in the co op, me and this guy, in our co op, it's a nice one. It's like a smaller one, but. They've blocked off the end, so you have to now do it on a loop. You have to go round, you have to go down a lane and back up, and then right at the back, past the crisps, that's where you queue. They've IKEA'd it. They've IKEA'd it because people have just... But there's old people in it. It's old people just going, I don't go that way. I come in for a paper in the lottery. Just fucking do what everyone else is doing, you old dickhead. You're the one at risk, you fucking old bellend. Learn the rules. It says cross on the foot, just stand on... I don't stand on them. Just die first then, bellend. Right? So this woman and I don't know if the baby was brand new because if a brand, brand, if you've got a brand new baby you're tired you're all fucked you're postnatal you've gone a bit mental I appreciate there's women that don't do that but I'm not slagging off new mums but I think she was a bit away with the fairies it's literally blocked off there's a no entry sign and she stood in front of it with her shopping trolley waiting so I I'm behind this guy who's behind her we're trying to socially distance so he's two metres behind her I'm two metres behind him and now we're like in a queue by accident we're assuming you could tell from his body language he looked at me and I looked at we're looking at her and it looked like she was just taking ages to decide what bread she wanted then the guy on the on the car went excuse me are you queuing she went yeah there's a fucking sign in front of you love it says no entry she'd been stood in front of a blocked fucking aisle with a no entry sign going this seems fine when he calls my name I'll just fucking put <laughs> oh my god so she fuck it. she was like can you go back and me and this guy had this little moment where you don't want to slag her off and she, he looked at me like she's fucking mental and I was like yeah she was definitely mental so See, this beautiful little moment mood, I would have slagged her off I'd have gone you fucking stupid twat oh Mate, you need more vegetables. I love a little public slag off, you know. I just did you know, it. Like in- I just did it quietly. I just went. That was a weird moment, and he went, "Yeah, it was." Just, just so she. That was just for us. She didn't have to hear it. Don't want to ruin a day, but she's a spanner. A guy in as the other day reached across me. <gasps> so I was looking at the the sandwich filler section. You know where you can get like chicken and bacon spread and chicken and sweet corn stuff to put in a sandwich. Yeah. And he reached across me, from behind me, across me to get something. And I swear to God, do you know what I was tempted to do? Turn around and cough on him. Now, I don't think I've got it, but I was so tempted to just scare the shit out of him. <coughs> go on, go fuck yourself, you little rat. And it, things have changed a lot. That Within a month, that's like one of the worst things you can do. <laughs> Murder, stabbing, GBH, coughing. It's all bad. At the minute, would you rather get punched in the face or coughed on? Coughed on. I'm such a fucking what? wuss. I don't want to get punched. What if the Rona's on the fucking fist? At least... No, it isn't. Oh, it's a Rona-free fist. A Rona-free fist. <laughs> or... He washes his hands before Rona. he punches. Is yeah, it- or a potential rona fill. <coughs> right. Hang on. How how old's the, the Rona cough from? How old's the cough? How old's the person? Um, They're both about your age. Both about my age. Can I be punched by a woman? No. Oh. I'll take the cough. Really? Yeah, mate. I don't want to. You're not going to get killed by a punch. You might get taken by the Rona. I've got a, a beautiful, beautiful little white face. I don't want it fucking <coughs> smashed up. I look like John Hartson. I wouldn't want that ruined. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck my life. 
Mate, people need to stop. She's right, Carly Farley. Who? What are we doing? Carly Farley is that a name? Yeah, that's hard work. Um, <laughs> I thought it was one of them, you know, like made up Facebook names. You know, no, girls do that. My name's Carly Farley, name's and this Farley. is my wife Becky from college. Shut up, <laughs> you fucking balance. Carly Farley. Sorry, sorry, Carly. I'm on board. She's a big fan. She's a big supporter. She's a patron. She can be called what she wants. Um. I'm with her though. It is really fucking annoying. People just dicking about in shops. Sorry, stressful. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Did you say anything when he reached her? Because it is, it is, it is really eggy. Did you say anything, or did you just flay? I went, hang on, mate. Oh, and he nice went, I, I'm in a rush, lad. And I went, doesn't matter, mate. And then I just got out the way. Be- Honestly, beautifully done. I'm in a fucking rush. I'm in a pandemic, dickhead. Yeah. I went, hang on, mate. I'm in a rush. Doesn't matter, mate. That was the whole and scene. I think you've done well to... I think, one, you've done well to just lay out your authority but not go too far with that. Yeah. You can be arrested for coughing on people. Can you be arrested for reaching across someone to get um, a corned beef sandwich spread? That's just a caution. That's also what he got. He got corned beef and onion sandwich spread. Now, I like a corned beef sandwich, but a, a corned beef spread mixed with whatever sauce it is with chunks of onion. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's not even worth the Rona. No. Fucking Should have licked him. Oh, no, that's not. That's counterintuitive. I think we're done, aren't we? <laughs> Emotionally. Emotionally. I want to go and stand in a fake queue and co-op. No, that ain't right. that. Are you all right? Uh, is your head gone? What's happened? I think we like. I, I felt like I was in a great mood before we started, and I just feel emotionally drained by this podcast. I, honestly, <laughs> I've had a really good time. I've laughed, but it's it's, it's been, been a weird, a weird one. one. It's, it's been a really weird one. It's because we're doing so many, Adam. It's gonna get weird. This is like <laughs> this is like having six wanks in a row. That's what six pods a week is like having six in one night. At first, you're like, this is going to be a great idea. By the third, fourth, fifth, you're like, whoa, it's gone weird. And the sixth one, you need to drink through it. <laughs> Today's band is called Be Quiet, Shout Loud. Their song is called Till the Weekend Comes Around Again. Their website is bequietshoutloud.co.uk and you can find all their social media channels on there. This is Be Quiet, Shout Loud, with their song Until the Weekend Comes Around Again. And I am going to call tomorrow the weekend because I'm going to need to drink on the podcast. See you, Bye, Felicia. See you later. See you, everyone. Bye-bye. Ah, uh, funny but weird. <laughs>